Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Tell them why we're late. How many? Can you hear me now? That's loud. That's loud? It's the second one. Yeah. That's yeah. better? Yeah. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry for the tardiness. This week was not Lavelle's fault. Oh. <laughs> Nor was it my mom's. Mm-hmm. Coming to you live from the Weedy People Podcast Network. Welcome to this week's Politically Correcting Podcast and your weekly dose of common sense. My co-host, Lavelle Lewis. Gia. Austin on the ones and twos. Hello. And this week's special guest, my very own mother and father. Thank you for coming on against your will. <laughs> Are we <laughs> We're missing my mom? There she is. Everyone get your drinks on. Let's toast to the ability for us to have a drink with another person while having open and honest dialogue. Guess what? I did Again? Not, I literally do not. And I was thinking, you know what I was thinking about? The white claw. And, you know. Well, come on. We can't start. But you, no, we, you know, here's the thing, though. It's probably good for my liver, though. Fine. You know? Fine. My liver. We'll good. let the P.O. family drink for you then. While having open Doesn't and honest dialogue. Doesn't mean I won't get one, but I want to hear the spiel. And always striving to walk away still being friends. Salute. 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 All right. Let's oh jump gosh, you know, to hear all of the, the gulps. All the what? The gulps of drinks in the headsets. That's <laughs> Can the you first hear time. It? Yeah, that's oh. the first time I heard it. Man, that sounds really weird for you to say that. <laughs> Verse of the week. Psalms 139, 13 through 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. These verses highlight the fact that God has a plan and purpose for every person, even before they are born. They suggest that every individual has a unique role to play in the world and that their life has meaning and significance far beyond the comprehension of both space or time. These verses serve as a reminder that every person is loved and valued by God and that their life has purpose and meaning, even if you don't immediately see it. They encourage us to trust in God's plan for our lives and to seek his guidance as we navigate the ups and downs of life. This also reminds me of the radish farmer story. Have you heard of radish farmer story with the, uh, it's an Asian story. I don't know if you can say Asian anymore. Um, <laughs> you just a, did. The farmer, the farmer with the sun, uh, the sun is out there plowing the earth, uh, for his, to grow radishes and a horse breaks away from the plow and runs up and away out into the wilderness. And the son runs and tells his dad, Oh my God, dad, we're going to, we're going to, you know, not have any radishes this year. We're not going to make any money. We can't live. You know, he's terrified. And his dad is like, we'll see. 
you know, who, who knows? This might be a bad thing, might be a good thing. We don't know. Uh, the next day, the horse, that same horse comes back with about 50 steeds, 50 fellow steeds, Mustangs coming back, 50 horses. The son gets all excited, goes to tell his dad who's in the house. Dad, you got to come out here. There's 50 horses that came back. We're going to be able to plow as much as we can. And we're going to be able to sell horses. We're going to be able to rent them out. Basically, he's like, this is awesome. This is great. Dad goes, well, we'll see. Who knows? We'll see. The next day, the kid is out there. He's, he's uh, you know, putting the horseshoes on the horses and, and plowing the fields. Ends up uh, standing behind one of the, one of the new steeds. And this, the, the horse kicks him, back kicks him, breaks his freaking femur, breaks his leg. Goes to the hospital. Doctor's like, he's out. He's out for the season. He won't be able to do any of the work. No plowing for this kid. He is done. And the kid is like, oh my God, dad, I'm so sorry. This is terrible. We're going to be, we're not going to have the farm anymore. We're going to lose everything. Dad's like, we'll see. Who knows? Hmm. The next day, the army comes, the military comes, and they're looking for sons in every household who can fight in the military. They come inside. They tell the dad, we need your son. Where is he? He opens the door, says he's right here. All right, we need you to come with us. Well, he's got a broken leg and he can't walk. He won't be very much help to you. So the uh, general sees it and he goes, you're right. Keeps it moving. Goes on. Fights the war. All of the men in that military end up dying. So it always comes back to the, we'll see. We don't know if it's a good thing. We don't know if it's a bad thing. Mm. We just know that life presents itself in front of us and how we handle that is kind of how we go through life uh i have one of the first questions i want to bring up is uh do you believe that uh do you believe that your decisions make you who you are or is it what happens to you and how you react to those what really makes you who you are depends on who's the the judge right like if if you're the the one that is really the the judge of what you do and you know you it's not it's not up to you how people perceive you right like you're not in control of that all you can control is what you do and you know how people react you got to hope that it's on the best interest of you and them Whoa. Who didn't turn did their you, phone ringer off? You didn't give your pops the, oh, the rundown? No. So we were late because my dad was late to coming in. <laughs> well, I think this kind of gives it away here. I, I heard the vibrating before, but I didn't want to. So the, the question, do we actually, do you think we actually make choices in life or do our choices make us? Do we make choices or does God's plan kind of already set in stone? That was my, the ultimate question when it comes back to that Bible verse that I was talking about, you know, God already had plans for each one of us while we were in the womb, before we were in, even in the womb, when we were in the earth. But did he really? Humans. Like, I'm just trying, again, it goes back to the, like, one of the other ones you talked about before you brought up, um, you know, just consequences and, you know, the, and gods and God versus the devil and evil, whatever. He's creating Somebody in the womb is going to come out and be a mass murderer. Right. Like, is that really God in control? Not well, in control, be? but he knows. He knows all things. He but, knows what you're going to say but next. Again, what, but again, it goes back to the why would he do it, though? He's not doing it. He just knows all things. He knows what you're going to say next. He knows when you're going to take your next sip. 
He knows when Jose's going to start talking. He knows everything <laughs> that's going to happen. But it's yeah. not that he's controlling anybody. So when I make a decision, that's my decision. No one's judging me. People may judge me for what I've, what decision I made. But that's my decision. I decided to marry Maria. I decided to take on Jose. I decided to have two more kids. I decided that. That's who I am. But but, I, but well, you, I think what you're asking is, and what you're kind of saying at the same time is, God might have a plan for you in your life ultimately. Right. But do you get to make the decisions on the daily basis? It, it kind of comes back to, to, for me, that's what it comes back to is, am I really making a decision today or does God already know that I'm going to be in this situation in the next year? And however I decide what I do today is not going to affect, it's not going to affect that because I'm going to end up in that scenario anyways let's say that he's got a plan for your life and you decide to follow him you follow him he's going to see you working the plan he has for you so again again the plan that he has for a mass murderer right so the top take the top situation I don't think right? that it's, would be his plan. And no, well, no, 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 because the Bible does say that all, he is a potter and we are the clay. Right. And that he makes clay for both good and bad. And who are we to question him since he is the all-knowing? That's the problem. Well, why is it a problem? Because we we know that God made Hitler. Or I shouldn't say we know. I know. Austin may not know yeah. that. Uh, that God made Hitler. As evil as that guy was, he made decisions at some point to get him to that point. But God ultimately knew he was going to go down that road. And did, did we not need Hitler to understand what it looks like under complete tyranny? Because without Hitler, would you really know what tyranny looks like? I, I, I'm, I'm just, again, I don't, I'm not trying to challenge God in any way. I'm just trying to, to understand the reasoning behind the, the lesson, right? I don't think it's a, like a good lesson is not seeing an innocent child mutilated by a, by a sick individual. Uh, right. So that stuff, those, those things are realities. And I don't think religion does a good enough job in explaining those travesties in the, in the, in, in the way of, okay, you have the innocent versus the, you know, the evil, the darkness, darkness versus the light. So to put people to put the darkness within the light, like, I don't understand. I don't get how we can't question that side of it because right? we don't know all things, and our time is not God's time. So what you're doing today may not be impactful until hundred years after your death. You know, there's people that you you have brought up on a podcast where you've named names like W. B. Du Bois, right? Who knows if he would have? Who knows that those decisions that he made would still be on? a podcast in 2023, you know, cause he wouldn't have known that at that time he was just doing what he thought was right. And God used him for whatever it might be. I think that there's no way of ever knowing this answer, whether why God made evil people or why God even allowed evil into onto the earth. If he created everything, why did he put Satan as a serpent in the garden of Eden? Why did he put two trees there to allow Adam and Eve to decide for themselves whether or not they were going to eat from it? Why did he even allow that? If he was all annoying, why didn't he just take that away and say, you know, you can live in glory for the rest of your life and never have to even think about evil. But the problem is 
you don't know what's good until you know what's bad. You don't, the, the sweet ain't as sweet without the bitter. Are we witnessing the Lavelle or? Always. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's plenty of people out there listening in that they probably have the same question. You know, well, yeah, why, in, why know, would God even is. allow evil to yeah. exist if he was a, if he was a loving God? But I think that what we're forgetting with God is that he is an all loving God. He is a just God as but well. But it depends on which God we talking about, man. There's so many. There's only one God in my life. Yeah. Well, again, I, I think it depends on on well, which who Buddha's you dead. ask. You know, Buddha's dead. Yeah. I don't even think yeah. I don't even put that within the same uh, level as you know what as far as what Christianity tries to create within its religious sect, right? And then you have Judaism, you have you know um, Hinduism, you have you know islam so you have these different um religions mm -hmm. that explain in their way and to me i think within just the christian faith and just the you also have the catholic faith right there's different and dialects yeah and, uh, all these different ones okay. so when we're when again when i'm when i'm posing this question i think the question gets answered in different ways in different religions okay a lot of different religions are following a man that used to be on earth. That's true. So they're And they they're all dead. live and they all die. And then you have a God, an all a spiritual God that's that lives forevermore. That's in up in heaven. He's all over. And all over. Mm -hmm. That will never die. There was a beginning, has a beginning. No, he never a beginning. He's Alpha he's, and Omega. Yeah, and Alpha and Omega. I give, I'll give him that. I'll give yes. him that. I will give him that. My, but again. My point is just that these yes. other religions are following a man. That's all. Yeah, but yes. again. A mortal being. Yeah. A I'll give them being. all of yes. that. But you, yes. you uh, to explain the six, seven, eight, ten, or even 20-year-old adult who did absolutely nothing but completely innocent gets victimized. The lesson within that, there to me, it doesn't give God any type of leverage in my mind within explaining that. Why? And, I, and, and again, the, the people who will come in that situation, they question that. And I think, you know, when they evolve throughout time, they get spiritual as they go. Mm -hmm. That's when they learn. I do believe that there is a spiritual connection to something that puts a lot of those tragedies in perspective. Because, again, for me, myself, in experience, and again, First on tragedy, initial shock, you know, something unexpected happened. You have to learn from that. So I, I, I totally get it. I understand. I think it, you're, you're right. There's a there's a disconnect between your spirituality and a God. A right. what is this God that mm. we believe in? Other people believe in other things. Where is that connection? And and to me, it's we have thousands of years that stated that there would be a Jesus being born of a virgin. You know, and, and you know, uh, Herod would be trying to kill every baby to try and get to this guy because there was thousands of years saying that this man that was going to be born was going to be the king of the world, the savior of the world. They're going to be the God. And Herod said, no one but me. Thousands of years proclaiming it. Hold on. Thousands of years proclaiming that. And then we have a man who got into his being when he was in his 30s and Hundreds, if not thousands of people saw him perform miracles. Thousands of people saw him die on a cross. Wait, wait, wait. Was this before Egypt created their 
pyramids in religion or after? No Which idea. one? No idea. I don't no, think that, I, I, no I this that. is a legit question. <laughs> because <laughs> but, if you're gonna name, if you're gonna uh-huh. say thousands of years, right. and then we're gonna bring in Jesus, right? Yep. So where does that thousands of years start? Because well, where was you there anything saying that there was gonna be? Tombs for pharaohs coming. No, what I'm saying, you cannot use dates where. Uh-huh. Okay, so but it's a, a combination of dates, the combination of a, ma- a a real man that was born. Was Egypt was Egypt written within the Holy Bible? Yes. Okay, what what within Egypt, mm-hmm. right? How come the Egyptian religion and their whole entire I believe that was re- Baal religious faith religious faith uh-huh. is complete. Completely different from Christianity. Well, because it's the same thing with the Jewish community. They don't believe that Jesus was God. But they believe that he no, was just another prophet. There's no, there's no word of Jesus within the... They don't believe he came yet. There's no... <laughs> where, where is there no Jesus? Within uh, the, the uh, religion of um, the Egyptians. Okay. Well, Jesus didn't bring a religion, first of all. Jesus didn't come and say... Christianity is it or Roman Catholicism is it or Lutheranism is it or Presbyterian is it he never said he did not bring a religion they had Pharisees and Sadducees Mm -hmm. they did have religions back then they had religious people who were going off of whatever religious text they had but they all knew that there was going to be a prophet that came and stated that he was going to be God on earth in human form thousands of years of texts that said this man was coming and here comes Jesus who says, I am that person. But which Jesus are we talking about? The Jesus only that one was Jesus. around? There's Wait, only one on. Jesus. Is this the Jesus only that came Jesus. during the Greek Roman age? Or is this the Jesus that came during another era? Because there's a whole bunch nope. of Jesus The Greeks came after the fact. Because you have within, again, going back to Egypt, uh-huh. they have their own little version of the same story that, you know, right, but Christians that person, created that holy but Bible. But that person did not die on a cross for thousands of people to see it's written in history that a Jesus did die on a cross and then go to tomb, man. on top of that Jesus. thousands okay. of people saw him alive after everyone knew that he was dead thousands of people saw him alive after the fact bro we gotta we gotta find Jesus we gotta yeah. find and Jesus. then thousands of years we after we still have Jesus, a Bible that bro. says they need the same things <laughs> you need to find Jesus that's what it is I don't need to find him I already know he's there <laughs> Are any of these other religions actually naming the name of Jesus? I, I don't. Or is it just or Yahweh or Yeshua? There's there's probably different different, different names. names. There's different, different names. names. Austin would. I, I bet if Austin had a but, microphone right now, he'd be all up in this conversation. But overall, <laughs> sorry, at, Austin. At the end of the day, you know, religion was used as a tool, and it, and it is a guide though on life. Anything could be used as a tool, but yeah, yes. there could be religious. That the Pharisees did use as a tool yeah. to. I thought this was Bible. <laughs> oh it is it is well we want to get your insight into it speaking of you know thousands of years of documentation that points in one direction jesus being god uh let's bring up biden having his class classified docs did you see Ooh, this oh yeah man so remember when the fbi raided mar-a-lago because trump had you know classified documents yes. there and they raided him in the middle of the night with guns drawn and fbi and all that trump put him there of course, uh, <laughs> Biden. When that happened, Biden said, "How? What did he say? He said that's he, he basically just trashed Trump about it. Like, how dare you have classified mm-hmm. documentation? President Biden did the same thing. He got caught doing the same thing, and he said, I have no idea how those documents got there. I don't know. I don't <laughs> In his know. private office. In a secret closet. In a secret closet. 
<laughs> he had the same documents. See, this is the thing. The entire time I, I, I was raised to never be a hypocrite, right? Don't be a hypocrite. If you're going to stand for something, stand for it. That's right. I stood for Trump saying, look, they're going to go through it and they're going to find whatever it is that they're going to need to find. Do they need to send the FBI there? No, I don't no. think they needed to do that. I believe they could have just went, got the documents and say, look, we're here to get these documents. We don't need it. We can have the guys drawn with guns and in flak fest and all this craziness. We don't need to do that. We, we hear that you have documents. Let's go ahead and grab these things from you. Get out of our way. Let us do our job. They did it to Biden. They did it to Biden. Why, why are they treating it differently with Trump? I already know the answer. I, I, this isn't even a question for anyone else out there. It's me calling out the hypocrisy of my own party because that's what I do. You have to see wrong for wrong. You got to be able to see down the middle and say, yes, okay, now we just saw him doing the same exact thing. They're going to say, oh, well, he didn't try to hide him. Well, did he, did he not? Because, I mean, he put him in his private office in a private closet. Mm. Was that not trying to hide it? I mean, how do, how do you determine if he was trying to hide it? So, same circumstance, same issue, treat it the same. Simple but, as that. But did anyone else have access to those files? Who knows? It was That's at a school. That's asking now. Right. Well, <laughs> it's it just. Maybe it wasn't. How about just don't bring classified material home? Yeah. I knew that when I was in, in military intelligence. I There was no way I could take anything. Just don't do it. Just Man, don't do it. Both of you. Stop it. being idiots. These two white guys, old white guys here. Stop being idiots. They all do it. The question is, Jeez. what are they going to do with it? Right? What is their Nothing. plan? They're not going to do anything. Right. Like, what, is Bi- what is Biden, what does he have left in the tank for anybody on any side? Well, now this, that the... Uh, Republicans have taken over the House. Look at what they're actually putting it forth. So they want to investigate things like the FBI. And, you know, what are you doing here uh, with using the FBI against a past president? Why are you doing this? But now they are actually, now that they're getting the Speaker of the House, the Republicans, and it took them 14 different chances to (laughs) vote in the guy that pretty much everybody knew was going to be the Speaker of the House. Mm -hmm. But what was happening in the background was Republicans were, were doing what, they were doing exactly what blacks and Latinos should be doing with our elected official. And it's holding them accountable and saying, I'm not going to give you my vote until you do this, that, and the other. I'm saying black and Latinos because that's the group that if they actually spoke up and demanded action from their representatives, they could change the entire dynamic of the elected, mm-hmm. uh, the entire dynamic. We just got to organize. Just how to organize. Yeah. I mean, we got the ev- evangelic- evangelicals. The Latino evangelicals. We have that who are going to decide between Trump and DeSantis mm. down in Florida. Florida is going to be who, whoever wins Florida in the primary for between Trump and DeSantis. DeSantis is going to win unless, unless Trump rigs it. Well, I mean, do you guys, <laughs> do you guys know I mean, very much about DeSantis being that you're both from New York, being that you're both not very, I, I don't, I have no idea how political you guys actually are. Me and my dad probably talk more about politics. I don't. Me and my mom don't really talk politics. He's white, right? He is white. <laughs> he, <laughs> they're both white. <laughs> We're not gonna. Do, Obama will probably be the only one that would. Uh, right. But Trump and DeSantis showdown. I'm looking well, forward to that. DeSantis has like a kind of like that Latino name, so that'll probably get him by. Like, oh, DeSantis, prank. He's <laughs> getting the vote automatically. DeSantis, prank. <laughs> yeah, I got a Mexican running, bro. Blank. 
uh-uh. votes no, every time. Because uh, what's his name ran for president under Republicans? Uh, what's his name from Texas? Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. I see. He's different. Like <sighs> you look at him. Oh, you know Ted Cruz. Yes, I know Ted Cruz. Okay. Mm-hmm. He looks too much like <laughs> Count Dracula. He looks like Count Dracula. Yeah. One, two, so three votes. They uh, they did. The Republicans did what we asked the people to do, and it's to hold their people accountable. Um, they have the House Speaker. He finally got in now, and there was essentially six major items that they wanted to get across. Now that they have the power in the in the House, which I am not against, because these six items. I think most people are kind of four. One is a church style committee, church style committee to investigate the weaponization of the FBI. Should the government be using the FBI to target people that they think, uh, whoever is in control of the party at that point, using the FBI to kind of go against them like they did with Trump. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, the entire time I said, it's wrong. Don't do that. That's wrong because at some point the Republicans are going to have control and they're going to turn it around on you. Um, the church committee, it, I've never heard of this, but this is what it is. It was formed in the U.S. Senate in 1975. It uncovered a number of illegal activities by the CIA. These were conspiracy theories back in the day. Go ahead with the music. You got that music cut for that? These were considered <laughs> conspiracy theories, but they uncovered a number of illegal activities by the CIA, including the agency's use of assassination plots against foreign leaders, mm. the MK Ultra program. Mm-hmm. Remember... Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh man, he came to. He was at a church. Uh, Storm, Mr. Storm, Mr. Storm was in MK Ultra. He was one of the uh, people that they that the government. Mm. That's what he said. Um, and it's surveillance of American citizens, which we thought was. Where does he get conspiracy this? theory? <laughs> he said that all up here. Now with the MK Ultra, right? They uh-huh. uncovered the fact that they were, um, they were pretty much infiltrating Woodstock and was given out. Psychedelics, psychedelics, and I do think that that backfired though because of all of what happened within Woodstock. There was a lot more unity than they thought, and to have a whole bunch of people actually come together is definitely not yeah. what they wanted. Not Woodstock '99 no. or whatever it was. No, that not was whatever that was. That was. Were you guys, probably, you guys weren't even born for Woodstock, were you? A uh, little before. When was it? 60s, right? Yeah, late 60s. Was 60, it 66? 69? Yeah, yeah I was 69. like two, three, four years old. Yeah. My parents are young for anyone out there. You guys got married when you were 19? You were 21, 22? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was fresh off the boat. Yeah. My mom my mom had me when she was 16. Mm-hmm. Young teenage mom. Young teenage Latina mom. Uh, single mom. Um, that's actually something I, I, I want to hear your mindset behind that. Being a young mother... Women these days, they're so quick to talk about abortion, and you didn't do that. And mm-hmm. I would think, as a woman who has full choice over what to do with her body, you could have decided to do that with me. And you know, unfortunately for many, I'm I'm sitting in front of you today. I could answer that one. Oh, what she says, she had no thought of aborting you, not even a thought. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I've never heard this. No. I didn't even know anything about abortion at that that time. Mm. That makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you did know about abortion at that time and people around you are telling you the rest of your life is going to be ruined because you're a teenage mom, would you? I would have never done it. I wouldn't have let her. And (laughs) yes. What if there was the plan B though? If the plan B was available and you caught it like 
two weeks in, three weeks, like, yeah. Would you down like three of them? Just bust <laughs> one down, like, yeah, I'm good. No, I'm totally against it. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm pro-life. And Jose was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh. Yeah, and, and Howard, yep. yes. I... I thought Austin was telling you to stop lying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, it was Francis. Yeah, it was Francis. I knew it. <laughs> um, Dad, question for you then. What yes. what was it like dating a young Puerto Rican teenage mother with a crazy family and a two-year-old son back in the 80s? What was that like? Oh, golly. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. No, <laughs> no, it no. was yeah, crazy. It my crazy. my uncles were messing with him quite a bit. I hear. Oh yeah, they stole. And he was you. You grew up a. Uh, uh, well, let we me call that. Uh, let me start from the beginning. I I was walking while well, my buddy was over at my house. I had just met him. He lived around the corner from me, and he was talking to me about this girl that lived up the street. And you know, what's that guy's name? Who's your buddy? Really, I got to name him. Was it Ronaldo? That's the only buddy I know. Ronaldo. From Ronaldo. <laughs> so he was like um, talking about Maria, and lo and behold, as we're walking to his house, there she is with her mother. And he goes, Oh, there she is. And I looked at her and I said, I'm going to marry her. Mm. And he's like, Yeah, right. That's and game right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it might be manifesting it into. Now, when was, was this I though? 80 what? 80, 80 what? 83. So, so I was following God. He had a plan for me. And lo and behold, I followed it. You followed it. Well, I'm just trying to figure out when the migration of, you know, Puerto Ricans to Rochester came mostly. Like, how many was around during that time? I lived in Arundaquite, West Arundaquite. There were no Puerto Ricans. There were no blacks. <laughs> there was white people everywhere. Even mm -hmm. in school, they well, they just started bussing blacks mm -hmm. into the school. So I never even considered women at that time. Mm -hmm. It was in my late, in my early twenties, that she's the first one I saw, and I said, "I'm going to marry her." Wow, it's love. Wow. So <laughs> how did how did your mom feel about that? You marrying a or dating a Latina woman with a son. Grandma Marsha oh. is my grandma Marsha, you know, RIP to Grandma Marsha. She died not that long ago. Um, according, uh, allegedly, potentially due to complications from COVID, maybe. I don't know. Um, Check the records. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I think there was a lot more that she was Check doing in her life that led to that. All right, she's not here. She's not listening. She can't defend herself. Well, she's. But listening. how did Grandma feel about it? She, huh? How did she originally feel about? I'm getting to that. Okay. <laughs> she was because I was in grammar school, and a black friend of mine and me got in an altercation. They kept me behind. They couldn't keep him behind. He had to get your bus, and I think. Uh, one time she went to apply for food stamps. She got denied, making too much money. I don't know when she started becoming racist. She was totally racist. I think she's always been racist. So when Maria walked in. <laughs> <laughs> With her curly hair. 
My dad loved her. Mom, not so much. Pull this up. Microphone. But they became best friends for a while. Well, that's good. I mean, to say, I mean, all right, I'm very, I can say I'm tolerant a lot more with, um, you know, different groups disliking other ethnicities. I think a lot of it comes down to ignorance overall. Yeah. And to, to say someone is like overtly racist or whatever, then what that proved it kind of disproves that, right? Yes. And you can't really go all the way and say that she was. She just had ignorance off of certain things. And right. don't get me wrong, I bet during that time where she went to apply for food stamps, that whole plan wasn't designed for anybody white anyway. It right. was designed for African Americans and Puerto Ricans, anybody within that area that they tried to keep within, single, you know, single moms. Exactly. Control. Right, exactly. So single moms. Yeah. With kids. Yeah. So the propaganda that was getting pushed back to folks during that time who, I mean, in the 80s, it was rough. It was crazy in the 80s. So it was rough for everybody, white, black, and everyone. So when you seeing folks going to, to freaking the grocery store with that EB, with the food stamps, and you're like literally yeah. behind them, it's the same thing now. Right. That's going to make people mad, period. You know? Yeah. If I got a shopping cart with a few items, you know, I got to get in the line where there's 19 or less items, and I'm looking over at the the Three other carts. the other <laughs> the other man and woman with two shopping carts Listen. full of seafood and steak. Yeah, and, eating good. And then they pull out a need to eat, uh, welfare card. I'm like, yeah, really? Say, pull your pull yourself up from your bootstraps, buddy. <laughs> well, I remember, I distinctly recall uh, being raised. Uh, with the the pull mm -hmm. uh, food food stamps, where you you walk in this this food stamp right here was for this. You couldn't buy anything other than what it was for. Or was it, it was Wick? a voucher? It might have been Wick. That was Wick, but they're vouchers. Wick. That, that right. that's what they are. But it changed to where again the system got worse. It it didn't give anybody an incentive to come off if you're expanding what it is that you can buy. They used to give you a block of cheese, and that cheese was the best. It was the that's best cheese. I, that's where I met that cheese, right over her house. It was freaking awesome. I hated the it peanut butter, though, cheese. because the peanut butter you had to always stir oh, together. the peanut butter was hard. Oil. Yeah. But you nowadays, know, yeah. you pay extra for that kind of yes. peanut butter because it's yeah. natural. Right. Yes. They, gave you the, they gave you the powder milk. Powder milk. You, oh got, you got all of that stuff. You got all of that. And I can see how a poor white family would envy that, right, and then say... You know what? You people are taking food off of my table. I got. I can understand how that can cause a conflict within just any type of society and group because every decade there has been a moment in time where the economy was hard, inflation was up, people had no money, and then you add cocaine, crack, you know, more drugs, and I mean, it's a freaking recipe for a disaster. Yeah, you, you got. A lot of mindsets surrounding it of these people are angry about it and these people are happy about it. And then they see it as an animosity there when it's really not against each mm -hmm. other at all. It's really, the, you know, it seems like it's the government trying to pit people against each other. You know, I worked with a guy at Best Volvo. He was black. He did the uh, car deal detailing and he brought me a folder full of noose clippings. And he's like, you know what? 
Racism is out of control. Look at this. Black man robbed a bank. Black man did this. Black man did this. No white people in here. I was like, media is not going to let racism mm -hmm. die. No. So it's here with us, but we have to deal with it. Yeah. On a person-to-person -person level, because right. I think that we kind of group everybody together. And if you group you know, all black people together, all Latinos together, you're going to see somebody that matches that description and then base that ideology on this is how I feel about that group. And that's terrible. You mm -hmm. know, it's, that's, that's not how we need to live life where you kind of degrade people because you put them in a, in a group. And that's what the media does to us still today. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not, you know, based on skin color or anything, it, it is, it really does come down to a has versus have nots. Like the, the politicians in control have everything and somehow they're making $150,000 a year, but are, but are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. How mm. is that possible? And they're making decisions for us when they have, they're so far removed from shopping for themselves. They never, when was the last time I guarantee Pelosi's not out there shopping no. for herself. No. None of Chuck Schumer is are. not shopping for mm. himself. These mm. people are so far removed and yet we keep voting them in to mm. me. It's crazy. I'm going on a tangent there. Um, <laughs> what as a as a young man, you know, bringing or taking on and dating a woman uh, with a child? What did you What did you compromise, or what did you have to give up in order to not only raise a family but also raise a a, a son that wasn't even from your loins? What did you have to give up as a young man? I didn't have to give nothing up because as soon as I saw her, I was like, I'm going to marry her. Uh, I, uh, she, when I did meet her on the sidewalk with her mother, uh, we talked a little bit and then she, of course, you know, like women do, they want you to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I had a truck. She wanted to move. From Can where? Move me? From moms or from grandmas? From, um, where did she, Evergreen to Harris. Mm. I'm like, um... Yeah, it's going to cost you 100 bucks. Well, we laughed and joked about it, but um, when I when we left, I went over to Ronaldo's work where he worked at Al Barrow's, and I said, I'm going to go see what she has to move. He's like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to go see what she has to move. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, I got you. I did. I went over there, not to see what she had to move, but... Here's Jose sitting on the floor, eating his cereal, supposedly, but he wasn't eating it. He was throwing it. <laughs> a badass two-year-old. Oh, that's about right. That's going to be one of my next questions. I, I have no idea how I was, was as a kid. Oh, <laughs> my God. Two years? Well, I don't know. I met you when I was when you were two, mm -hmm. and I saw you as a two-year-old. And I'm like... Mm. Terrible twos, oh, or was I worse man. than terrible? No, well, you were great. Yeah, okay. So, is, can you turn her mic off? <laughs> so, <laughs> Boy, I was infatuated. I was in love. That's love. I man. didn't care. He had a two year old who's a two year old. I'd have left um, your little ass quick. I would have been out. <laughs> the more. I'd have been like Snoop from uh, Baby Boy kicking your forts. <laughs> like, <laughs> see ya. Peace no, but out. the more I went out with her, dated her, and stuff, um, I let her know that. Listen, um, 
I need a hundred percent um to discipline him from you. Responsibility. A hundred percent. I get to discipline him. Mm. Um most couples that come together with steps uh don't even look at my kid wrong. Mm. It's my kid. That ain't right. Mm. So she gave me a hundred percent. And I whooped his ass every chance I got. <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it. I deserved you it. You know what? Uh, There's made mention that Francis got less spankings. She definitely got less spankings. Not at all. Mm. We talked about it last week. That's we did. I couldn't we wait did. to get here. <laughs> Francis was one and a half, two years old. And we didn't have... Well, we lived in, we went from apartment to apartment, maybe two or three. And then my mother was going to sell the house. We got one of the, uh, one of the apartments that we lived in. It was a whole house. It was a, uh, one Ave- of the houses Ave- I remember. Yeah. Right Avenue there. D. Avenue D. Yeah. Was, was it 66 Avenue D? Yeah. 62? That's the trap over there. That's, boy. that's the house right there. Yeah. Yes. We went from there. Well, we lived there and my mother was going to sell the house. She had a for sale sign and everything. And I'm like, I went down there and I was like, yo. You selling the house? You got five kids. This house has been in the family for generations, mm. and you're just going to up and sell it? You better talk to all of us. That's Grandma Marsha. That's mm. Grandma yeah. Marsha did not care. Yeah, you better talk to all she of us so you can money. afford it. Pull up I, the next picture, Austin. I could afford it. This house uh, right here. Yeah. Where was that? That's so, in West Ronaquay. That's, That's when we moved over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was me and my mom when I was at, I was petitioning campaigning yeah we stopped at the house that was a good move, picture man. that was my Saved bedroom at the, at the top right there in the front that porch actually I, I love that porch that's why i love porches because i remember you guys um we you know we had couches out in a porch that you guys when it was raining you just like go out there and sit out yeah. there I, I i remember that time of just you know sitting in a porch listening to the rain they would just do that bro you're literally a decision away from being one of those Puerto Rican kids on a Ford uh, ATV rolling up and down. Yeah, <laughs> North absolutely. Clinton, North Clinton. So that's one of the questions is how how hard it was it to keep me away from that lifestyle? Because we have family that, you know, at that time were in the streets, pretty heavy in the streets. Um, so how was it keeping a young son, you know, away from that mentality, that lifestyle? How was that? For you both, I guess. What time frame were you talking about? Two years old, you're not going to... No, not at two. Not at two. When we were living at that house, when, you know, we go to grandma's house, uh, where, how did, how did, did you, I remember not staying away from them by any means, but like when Pito wanted, my uncle wanted to come hang out with me. He's only a couple years older than me. How old is Pito? Pito's, uh, how old are you? I'm 41. (laughs) Pito's, uh, 45. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of like, it was very challenging to kind of like separate. Well, you didn't stay over there long. Yes. That was the point. Yes. She'd go to her mother's house all the time, but it wasn't for long. Yes. Um, plus, we were in the church. Yes. Um, I remember telling Maria mm-hmm. one time that you're sitting on the fence mm-hmm. and you need to decide what side of the fence you want to go on. Because as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. 
asked for me in the house, we will serve the Lord. Right. So if you stay, you can you if you go over there, you can't kind of like do the same thing they're doing. They're they're involved in A, B, and C, and we don't want our kids to to mingle too much with what the what the world is involved in, and um, and we didn't want that for our children. We didn't want our kids to see the drinking, the drugging, the profanity. Um, you, we want it better for the kids. Yeah, you and know, we shel- we sh- we sh- sheltered um, sheltered yeah. the kids. Yes, and you know, a lot of people say that mm-hmm. when you're when you first get a child. There's no instruction on how to raise a child. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm here to well, tell all of you who's ever on, there <laughs> is a book <laughs> that will instruct you how to raise a child. And it's the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, there is. It's the Bible. That, and that's yeah. what I stuck to. Yes. I can whoop you know, my child in the ass because that's what God provided. It's a lot of fat. It hurt like hell, though, didn't it? It did hurt. Yeah. yeah, you got beat with the Bible? No, no, no. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, dang. Let me let me tell you what we beat them with. Uh, you keep saying beat. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it sounds oh, like yeah. <laughs> three times. You know, c- kind of correct yourself when you say beat because you're sounding like we be I am abusive. I am. You know, three times. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. You cry. You know. You stop crying. We. Say, I tell you what you did. I always Don't had a conversation after. Don't yeah. do it again. And let's pray about this. Mm. You know, it was in love. We corrected our children. We loved our kids. And we spanked our our, ch- our child. Right now, parents right now wants to be friends friends with their with their kids. Yep. And they put spare them on TikTok the and Instagram. And, and yes. Look how bad my kid you know, is. Oh, they spare the rod. The, the, the Bible speaks <laughs> on you spare the rod, you spoil the child. And a child that you spare the rod brings their mother to shame. That's mm. what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of kids where the moms are shamed by their actions. I go to the grocery store and I look at their, these moms where these kids will say no to their mom, will curse their mothers out, and I just kind of put my hand, my head down and think like, wow. Um, this is very shameful. We used to go Christmas shopping together. Mm-hmm. Not for the kids, for other people, you know. Mm-hmm. But our our time was to get a Coke and a pretzel and sit down in the middle of the mall and just watch. People watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch people. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. seen parents like the, the, the father's way ahead, the mother's way behind, and the kids are way behind the mother. Mm-hmm. I've seen people arguing on the phone. Well, what color does she want? Blue or red? And we just sit there and laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, this is crazy. Yes. Um, but as far as what we used to spank our kids was usually a cutting board. <laughs> about a paddle. We're, oh, paddle. about five so inches. Bad. A paddle. Mm-hmm. It was you know? a paddle. Mm-hmm. You know, every time, and I put it on top of the refrigerator, mm. they can't reach it. Because we were all short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Uh, all every of us. time I went to the refrigerator, the sucker was gone. 
<laughs> like, where the heck did it Francis. go? Francis. Cheers. Go ahead. Yeah, I hit That's this why one. I wanted Francis on the show. Francis is watching. She's on there. There it goes. I got plenty of She's like, I got plenty of Francis, speak up. Oh, yeah. Francis. <laughs> Francis is watching because she wants to set the record straight that she got yeah. her butt look too. I went through so many paddles. When we moved, Oof. we moved the refrigerator out. You so did you go? You went back to the store to get a paddle for the butt whooping or for the the actual use of the paddle? The butt whooping. <laughs> <laughs> but when we moved that refrigerator, you went and bought the whooping stick for real. <laughs> when I moved the refrigerator out, guess how many paddles were behind the refrigerator? Oh, because one of these guys. Decided to get a little step stool, get up on the countertop, and push that damn thing right behind. <laughs> You'll never know who really did. I, I, but then you know, I have know, a feeling. Once they got a Francis. certain age of maybe 12, 13, maybe, I don't know what age, I I, there was no more spanking after that. Oh, it wasn't 12 or 13. What, what I was age? like 14. Uh, it was 14. young, like nine. Mm. Now, you know, you start. Maybe. I, yeah. uh, let, me, some, let me educate Jose on this. Sure. Okay. I have a different mindset. Because looking back, you always think one certain way. And then, but in reality, it, it may have been completely different. I have you no just idea. just get better at yeah. getting right. away with yeah, maybe. things. We had no doors <laughs> on the bedrooms. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. That's how I grew I grew up in that house. Mm. We had no doors. Oh, you didn't have any doors either? No. We put oh. beads up or a mm. curtain something. Mm. But Frances, we didn't have a crib for her. <laughs> so we put her in this little bedroom on a mattress. And she would always, every night, get up and walk the hallways, waking these guys up every night. (laughs) Dad, she's up again. You know, they're (laughs) trying to sleep. They're going to school. So I go up there. She's got a diaper on. I'm whooping her butt three times. Boom, boom, boom. Stop getting up every night. Sometimes I had to take her diaper off. (laughs) (laughs) One time I put a chair in front of the door. Oh, my God. She was her play. I went up in the morning. She's underneath the chair with a pillow. <laughs> like she tried to escape, but she fell asleep. That girl got whooped. One time, Adam and Francis are in the living room, and Francis starts screaming. Adam and Jose. I went in there. I was like, what happened? Adam hit me. Oh. Adam, you hit. Get in the bathroom. I never spanked my kids. That's another form of respect for my kids. I never spanked them in front of anyone. Get in the bathroom. And I whooped his ass. <laughs> he didn't even get to plead his case. Later on, now I'm standing at the door to the living room. Frances starts screaming, and I'm looking at her. She's screaming away. I was like, what happened? Adam hit me. Um, Adam, um, Adam's over here. You're over there. How did he hit you? Um Get in the bathroom. <laughs> I get her in the bathroom. Now she's five years old. She's going to church. I'm ready to whoop her butt three times and then pray with her, okay? Not beat her. <laughs> she looked at me with tears, snot. Every fluid came out of her face. She goes, please, Daddy, have mercy on me. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, you seen Francis? Have you, you met her? She was there. She, yeah, yeah, she, she came. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you? I had to go outside and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I come back inside and I'm like, "Honey, 
Don't ever do that again. You lied. Get out of here before mm. I. <laughs> she found the way to work the refs. She did. She worked. She Daddy's knew how right to there. work the refs, man. She worked me good, but she did give up. Mm. All right. She. My dad cleared the air because my sister swore she got her 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 butt handed more times than anyone else. I swear she did not. Yeah, um, she did. Do you remember what your wedding song was? That's pretty bad. That was the '84. So you don't you don't remember? Could it have been? We didn't have one. You didn't have yeah, a wedding song? Yeah, we did. We uh, did. I don't know what it was though. So. Probably Van Halen. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Van Halen! Holy <laughs> smokes! We got married in the church. They didn't have no. Um, yeah, they didn't dance. have it. Yeah, they didn't have any. What was going on? It wasn't. You yeah, sure it wasn't? Did, uh, who did you dance with? <laughs> ZZ Top or somebody? Should a picture of my mom in a dress in the blue queen? dress there. Uh-huh. I think it was Queen. Queen. Yeah. Queen. Oh, queen. Good. Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. This was the we- this was I, the wedding day right here. Yeah, I think it was just a piano. Yes. Oh no, that wasn't Queen being played at that one. Oh. No, not at that one. No, Queen was. That's my grandma, my mom, me in the wedding. That's you. My bow tie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yo, you look like the little um, what's the little uh, Her, my wife's that restaurant back oh, in the no, day. BJ's, I think. Oh, big boy. Big boy. There you go. That's what you look like. I thought you were gonna say that uh, that little guy. What's Hey, what's that guy's name? Oh, D Plain, D Plain. The guy that looks no, he looks like <laughs> <laughs> That's my sub. That's my sub. The guy that yeah. yeah. Oh man. Anyone out there knows he he he's trying to like get into UFC. It's like the little guys. He's like he looks like he's eight years old, but he's like thirty five. No, no, who is this? Like now? Yeah, his name. yeah right so, now. No, my gosh, now I don't know. Um but one song that I that always sticks out to me. I, I just sent you the link for it. Do you have it? This song, uh, let's see if you can, uh, if you know what it is by the sound of it. Go ahead, play it. If you can't, are we even allowed to play music on this? I don't even know. Yeah, we'll find out. You think was this was our wedding song? No, I just remember this. Throughout all the history of, you know, uh, you raising me, I remember this song specifically. So I don't know if it has any kind of, like, Thing between you two at all, but oh, let's hear. Oh, I think I know what it's gonna be. What did you think I would do at this moment? (laughs) (laughs) So I distinctly remember this song. I don't know why, but I remember you guys like you had your radio down in the basement. And I remember you guys dancing to it. Where? There, at St. Paul Boulevard. Where in the St. Paul Boulevard? In the basement. Oh. Okay. I think we might have danced to it in the ba- bathroom, too. Yeah. <laughs> what are you crying for? I was waiting for the hook. Because <laughs> I think Jose is right. I'm right yeah. about what? About this song. We, we have danced to this. Is it Vandroff? No. <laughs> Who's singing? It's Billy Vera. <laughs> Billy Vera. I, I have no idea. Is he the the original? You just don't love me. <laughs> yeah, you was. I grew up on one hundred one point three. Yeah, I was going to say you was definitely raised by a white dude. That's I was raised straight up. 
straight up way too music right there. But when I came home from work, it was DKX. Oh, I bet. Okay. I bet. Uh, Listen, you ain't living over there without having no DKX on. Yeah, it was Simpsons. It was Family Guy. It was everything when That's I came it. home. You what know was what? That? I worked DKX. Yeah, was a lot of everybody. There's so many white people that listen to DKX2 at the same time. And I, I don't think Rochester gets enough credit for us unity, though. You know, I think white, black, Puerto Rican, we do find a way to get along with each other. Yeah. And kind of, and, and also living it, I mean, Avenue D. <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad when we were living there. Right. No, there I wasn't. Could walk, I could walk to the store you and can, get ice cream. I remember yeah. going to the store. Yeah. But there's in the that corner. in that section, though, there's a lot of white folks that live over there. Oh, yeah. They're all part of the hood. There's a lot of hood white folks. They're all German. Ooh. Yeah, they were all German. Really? Remember the, German. remember the neighbor? There was a neighbor that lived next to us. And he the had like a lady. knife collection. Yep. That's why I always loved knives because I would go to his house. His son and I were, I don't think we were friends because he was way older than me. I'm pretty sure. But we were friends, neighbors. And I remember him having a case of just all nice. Mm-hmm. And he was a military guy or like really into the military. Like he was what you think a Trump supporter would look like right. today with like <laughs> flags everywhere. And, and like, Good for him. It, like, it looks like you're in the living room. <laughs> My dad's living room looks like this guy's living room when I was growing up. Well, back in that time, the east side was, I mean, you had a lot of Italians that live over in Parcells, right? In that area. Yep. There's a lot of Italians living in Parcells. But then on also on uh, Norton and Hudson, a lot of Polish folks lived over there in that mm-hmm. at that time. That's why you got Saint Stanislaus, Ukrainians, exactly. We that were in the that midst um, of Germans, mm. a lot of German people, and then all up around there. Then. They started moving out, and then a lot of um, African Americans started moving in. Mm. And I remember hearing a car radio. Boom! 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 <laughs> boom! Boom! I'm like, what the hell? We in here. What's going on here? That was after I moved in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She brought them. She brought them. Right. <laughs> We're all frozen. Oh, hopefully everyone can hear us, though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can hear us, but we Yeah, I was going to say, we're, I'm definitely frozen as well. Frozen. Um, we can continue. If they don't hear us, oh, well. It's a great <laughs> we conversation. Got the, we got one person listening in over here, Adna. I want them to hear me. I told all these people to click in. To click in. Listen, click you in took us into watch. the bathroom with the beatings. That was <laughs> Francis. She's commenting quite a bit here. And obviously, you know, it says Francis PO87. I wonder what year she was born. I wonder what her password is as well. It's got to be like <laughs> April Francis 1st, 1987. It's probably her password. Um, Francis do that? She cut us off? It was probably Francis. Uh, Wait, friends too? Y'all was whooping friends too? Friends, oh, family, I, neighbors? I got my butt whooped by the babysitter. Babysitter whooped my butt one time because oh, I was man. kicking Francis's uh, her um, bi- her bottle around the um, what's their names? Pixleys? They were no no, no Pixleys no, no. Um, the church they, Bob no and Sue no their her brother uh, had some kind of I don't think it was a mental disease or something yeah like that. it was um, the ones that lived on Portland Avenue yes yeah. them what's their names Buners Bu- no not the Buners yeah Buners no. On Portland Avenue. It was on Portland Avenue. Yeah, there was a their brother lived with him. Yes. I remember that distinctly because this guy but he was Francis was not a baby though. She was a baby. She was a baby. Yeah, because I was in fifth grade. Or I'm sorry, not fifth grade. I was five years six years old. What school were you going to? Calvary Bible Baptist Church. The same church Whoa. that we went to church. Mm. So I was at I went to school five days a week and then I went to church three times a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was in the trenches, bro. Yeah. They had a bedroom there for him. They were for raising real. you like, yo, like your name was Jesus. My mom would play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It was Jesus. Jesus. Close. <laughs> My dad was the uh, bus driver and van driver. Right. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I hated it because he would have to wake up early on Sundays, like my one day that I get to sleep in for anything. And he would have to wake us up early because he's like, you guys got to come with me. And then Francis and mom would like meet us up later or something like that. I don't even know. I don't remember. (laughs) I remember Sundays was the day for uh, ironing for me. Mm. I had to iron everyone's clothes. Oh, shoot. That was my, we had to, Mm -hmm. my mom would make uh, French toast. After church was our favorite like breakfast. I know as kids, my favorite breakfast was French toast uh-huh. with strawberries and whipped cream. Mm. Killed it. Absolutely mm. killed it. And then they'd go nice. take a nap and I'd have to do the laundry and iron, which makes me a, a very good ironer to this day. I was about to say, you got, you good with the creases and all oh, that? Dude, <laughs> see that? You see that? Yeah. Yeah. I want to take a look. You using starch? You using oh, yeah, starch? starch oh, that's, yeah. I don't know. Like, man, I, I, my T-shirts, I ironed. Remember the starch back in the day and the green can with the um the like they used to be mad big. I forgot the name of it, but um it was a huge. <laughs> I remember the hairspray that was aqua. Oh, it was actual starch <laughs> yeah. back in the day. It had yes. like the Niagara. It had the little waterfalls. Yes, on it. that was the old yes. school starch. You know, yes. only people who had to iron back in the day know that. Yeah. You wasn't ironing enough. I was ironing. The, at, the, the basket was in their you were yep. using their it, closet. Probably. Yep. Nice. How about the the stain the. the a heavy duty iron oh, that they had to heat up to iron. That's too far for me. We use it for door stops and book book ends. Oh no, yeah, you have to <laughs> book ends. Yeah, no, no. Your dad was a uh, inventor, wasn't he? No, my grandfather. Grandfather, was a, uh, inventor, and yeah, he invented a lot of stuff that we use today. Nice, but he never like patented patented anything. I. Would not be sitting here right now with anybody <laughs> right now if, if he had patented. patented all the stuff that he invented. Like what? Wow. The first German radio. Wow. The flea collar. The flea collar. Holy smokes. Uh, in fact, Sargent's put up a commercial saying that we were the first to invent the flea collar. My grandmother called him up and said, you better take that commercial off or I'm suing you. My, my husband invented the first flea collar. They took it off. He invented that that one machine, a lot of pinball machines. That one skeet. Where you With throw, the ball? Where you and throw the, the ball and it jumps into a hole. Ski ball. Yeah. That's what it's called. And I've got all the the um, blueprints for all these machines. I'm like next level with ski ball. Like, like I'm really nice. And that's why, because you know me and my grandfather. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you're welcome, yeah. America. Listen, I appreciate Too bad you that. didn't win any money. No, on you're right. <laughs> I got some tickets. <laughs> so what did it? What did it mean to be a uh, to be a PO to you? Because I I think that a lot of families out there have like a a thing about their name, and I know that you had you went there was a couple of years when you went down the rabbit hole of, you know, finding your family heritage. You went. We went to up to a thousand islands to find out that your family came in through. Yeah, doing the family heritage is really interesting because being young, a PO is a PO is a PO. A Vega is a Vega is a Vega. A Laverne's a Laverne's a Laverne. You know, Lewis's. You just, <laughs> but when you get into where your heritage is, it's really interesting. Um, my great-great-grandfather came from France to build a refuge for Napoleon. 
in Cape Vincent. And that's where my family migrated. And then I had families, family that built boats. And I had other family members that went to Michigan and built tugboats. So we just learned, I learned a lot from who the Peels are. They're not big. They're not, I mean, my grandfather was, he could have been big, but he wasn't. He wasn't a businessman. Um, maybe that's where Jose comes in. He's a businessman. Maybe he'll make me rich. I don't know. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to invent something someday. I don't know what. I mean, you got to step your game up. Bro. He's got that mindset, though. He's you always do. thinking of what. But to where? Because it didn't come. I, you know? I think. I, I think people can obviously see that. You know, my dad who raised me and what we already discussed um, is not my biological dad. And you already brought up the last name Vega. My original last name is Vega. So I am Jose Miguel Vega. Jose. Jose Miguel Vega. <laughs> Slash Poochie. Don't, don't say oh, that name. Oh, that's um, a nickname. Right. Poochie. So the person that I'm named after, bring up the picture. Bring up, this is the man that I'm named after here. <laughs> You threw me under the bus. Whoa. I'm throwing you under the bus. Yo. Yo, no lie. Look at that mustache. That's Yo. him. <laughs> that is hilarious right yeah. there, bro. Mucho, mucho, mucho. Mucho, mucho. mucho. Oh, Amor. <laughs> different guy. Different guy. Do you still Post have a tattoo class? on your thumb? She covered it. I covered it. Yeah. Here it is. Let me see. When I met her, it was a P. Wait. I said, what does it stand for? Uchi. <laughs> now she married me. My last name is P.O. Uh, <laughs> Destin from now, the beginning. Now it's a butterfly. It's a rose. It's a rose now. <laughs> but it's still Pucci. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom was, uh, I, I, one of the things I remember the most when I left for the military, I'm positive you don't remember this, and, but I want to see uh, how your mentality has changed from that point because- when I went to the military, it was in 2001. So we're talking, you know, 11 years ago. I mean, it's 2001, right? That's when I left, right? I no, 21 years right. ago. I was going to say. Oh, I've been out. Man, I went to the military 21 years ago. Yeah. Um, so that means you that you straight, were straight out of high school, right? Straight out of high school. So that means my mom was in her 30s. 22 years ago. Yeah, roundabout. Right yeah, 23. Yeah, 22 years ago. So my mom was in her 30s, young 30s. Thinking about it, it's funny because, you know, I saw you as my mom back then, but now thinking about it, I'm like, you were younger than Edna when you were driving me to, I forget where, but I remember this um, advice that you gave to me, which it was, you know, after you guys had divorced. So I think there was a different mentality that you gave with this advice than uh, you might give today. But I want to see where you, if it's changed at all, since you're 35 at the time. You said, do you remember, you get, do you remember the, the relationship <laughs> advice that you gave me? What did you, what, what? You said, you are single until someone puts a ring on it. Until then, ha date as many women as you want. <laughs> I thoroughly went with that. You said that? I said that. You that said that? You're single until... Until you're married. Until you're married. Well, yeah. That oh, until make you're sense. married. Yes. Yeah, until there's a ring on your finger. Until you. Until then, date as many women as you want. 
Yes. Just keep shooting your shot, Junior. And when I was I was going into the military, I was like, all right. <laughs> Who's going to be dating him in the military? Oh, shoot, man. The military men, boy. <laughs> and women. Did you take Amen. advantage of that, what I said and, to you? Oh, 100%. I, I, <laughs> above I, and beyond. Listen, I regret not enlisting, right? Like, looking back, hindsight. Uh-huh. I regret because of the experiences that I hear from all of my military friends, relatives, and it's all about the women they meet, the women they get, the experiences. <laughs> I thought it was serving countries. our country. No, even with no, no. my that wasn't it. No, it was about girls. It was oh, about man, women. I, my my, I come from, I mean, generation of military men. From yeah. you know, I talk to my my you know great uncle all the time, hundred to four lieutenant colonel, army veteran. I didn't hear he, he was he was the only one that I think didn't partake, you know, within any he was he was married, you know, while he was, you know, in the army, in the military. But my grandfather, oh, he was single and mingling. And the stories I heard about my grandfather here, I can only I can only imagine what he was doing in France. Like there might be a couple of with the uh, PO family, probably. Oh man, no. Well <laughs> my dad was in the Navy. Oh well, yeah. Well, so Navy, <laughs> Navy and Army, they both who? No, okay. Navy and Marines. Marines. Okay, okay. I knew it was one of them, but and Air Force, I guess, are kind of together. That's one of my regrets, man. I'd have been knocking them down back. Then. I got out of high school before I got out of high school. I was supposed to go into the Navy, follow my dad, with a buddy. We were supposed to go into the buddy system, but before we went in or went to boot camp, I got a job. He went in. Three years later, I'm I'm asking him, you know, so how is it? He, they were never going to let us go to the same place. No. You know, it's they not don't a, care. It's not a buddy system. Right. No, I don't care. You, we just want you to join. So he joined three years later. He's like, I can't wait till I get out of here. He was in the fire department. You see planes crashing and people burning and everything. I was like. Yeah, that wouldn't have been for me. I'd rather <laughs> put a converter on a car, or brakes, or you know, something safe. Mm. You you've been good in putting together the Humvees, working on the Humvees. Yeah, I could have. Well, let me ask you this, because I one of the reasons why I didn't go into the military is because I was always like ahead of the the game, like the critical thinking type. Okay, because uh, Bush was getting ready to win. Or about to run, and I was like, "Yo, uh, Bush Junior about to go in office. We about to go to war, yo." And I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. But for you, mm-hmm. and for you, and like going back with my grandfather, every every generation had their own reason why. Why? Why was it for you? I had no idea what I was doing, and we didn't <laughs> have any money for college. Um, he volunteered uh, mm. without telling them. Yeah. yeah. No, he was up in his room with his computer. Now, he talks Doing about other things. we didn't have anything. <laughs> I didn't give them anything. I didn't spoil them. So mm. they didn't have a VCR. They didn't have... Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo. Because you know what? You bring it in our house, it's going to cause war. You're not bringing anything in our house that causes war. He went out and bought a, a computer. He's upstairs. He comes down the next morning. He's like, okay, I'm going to Buffalo. Buffalo for what? Um, boot camp. Boot camp? You were just upstairs. How are you going to boot camp now? Oh, I took a <laughs> test. 
they accepted me for the army. Mm. Sounds about Jose. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that blew my mind. You're blinking. He's a he's an adult, literally saying, you know what? Just gonna do it. That's I, when I realized he grew up. Mm. He's a man now. Yeah. He's 18. Okay, bye. <laughs> but we, were but, you aware? I, I think of? We, we skipped a couple of steps there because there was a time when our relationship was not very. Actually, all I would say all was three of our relationships were up. not very good. Um, I did ha- I did spend some time outside of the home when I was in high school. Um, the question that I really wanted to know because um, we we've never had any kind of family conversation about this time period because it's very tumultuous. You know, I don't know if I. Being a teenage young man who was only worried about wrestling and getting girls. That's all I cared about. Did my did my attitude change as a teenager and therefore put a block into our relationship? Or was it a rift between your two relationship that spoiled into our relationship? Are you talking about our relationship? Yes, all three, all three at the same time. We really have to bring this up. We got to talk about it that, at some point, right? That's about when I was going to... You know, thinking about coming on this podcast, I had reservations. And I was like, if this comes up, I'm taking my headphones off. I'm walking He's not going to do it. <laughs> but our relationship, I thought, was when you found out. Now, Marie and I had an agreement. We're going to tell him that I'm not his father when he's ready. You can't tell him when he was two, three, four, five, six. You got to tell him when he's a teenager. I don't think I know anything about this. So we're all learning at the same time here. Continue. You were 13. You should remember this. I was 15. No, you were. Oh, you might have told me when I was 13. Yeah. I met my brother when I was 15. I missed I met you. Frank when I, at my 15-year-old birthday party. Well, I came home to knowing that I told him. You told him? Without me? I wanted to be there. That's when he turned on me. But it wasn't because of that. It was because he, I believed he stole a video game from my cousin's house at a funeral party. A cassette. A cassette. And. Michael Jackson cassette. He didn't even have the machine to put the damn thing in. It didn't matter. Right, he it was, stole it, was it. Michael Jackson. No, Some, I didn't steal it. But you didn't do it. No, somebody mm. stole. Continue saw, with the story. Somebody saw him take it. That's what my cousin said. Called I was me playing up. it, literally mm. playing it because I loved Michael Jackson. Continue right. with the story. So he stole it. Uh, In wait. my mind, allegedly. <laughs> did, you, did you turn everything off? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly <laughs> took it. So me and Maria went up and tore his room off. What was that? That was, that was him. That was me. It was like a <laughs> shit. That was you? Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can imagine. It was like. I came home from uh, school. Yeah, he came home from school, and I was like, yeah, get up in your room, clean your room up, and then come down. Uh, he come down, and I was like, where's that, that game? What game? Tape. The game you stole from my cousin. I can't believe you stole something from my cousin. <laughs> Our family, you stole. I went off on him. That's when our relationship turned. I can believe that, because I was really, I was really upset about that. Was I? I'm sorry. Oh, it oh. took thirty something years for me to say that, but I'm sorry. 
I should have believed you. Look at that. Ten minutes later, my cousin calls me and says, Oh, Howard, um, yeah, we found the cassette between the bed and the wall. Oh, you did? Good. I didn't, I didn't know that. Now you can call everyone. You didn't know any of that? No. I didn't know that she found it. I didn't know. I go, now you can Why call. Why didn't you tell me that, that, that she called and said that she found it? I don't it? know, because I was freaking out now. I said, oh. now you can call everybody that you called and said that my son is a thief and tell them you found that thing between the bed and the wall. I was mm. pissed. But I never relate it to Jose oh. or you. I was pissed. I didn't see that one coming. Okay, is it time up? I didn't see that one coming at all. Just <laughs> the mic right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was here on the Jose Peel show where we deal with trauma. We yeah. had secrets, right? <laughs> because it, well, it was a cascading effect after that. Because I remember, I you know, realized you were in sports at the same time mm. in high school, but you raised us or raised me specifically. When I turn 14, go get your work permit because anything you want, right. you need to go get because right. we will provide what you need. Right. Anything you want, you yeah. need to go work for. So I have been, I, I mean, I, I've, I've yeah, always been jobs. about. No, I think we all I, that era. Like, I think yeah. that's why our era is kind of like the slept on era because we all had jobs. Yeah. We he, all did. He had five jobs. He I got jobs. a cell phone. <laughs> he got a computer. He got a car. Everything he worked Everything for. Everything he, he worked wanted. For. Yeah. Them, them he got Quake by girls, himself. Yeah. Were you were and you were you messing with the Quake girls or were they were you going outside the district with the car? That's the only reason why you get a car. Yeah, I'm gonna ask me that was my wife is right. I, this 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 is fair the only, game. The only other uh, girls I'd ever even talk to were Grease girls. I would never uh, talk to an East Ridge girl. That's ever. Why you, that's why you needed a car. She no, go that wasn't why. I was no, I was way Jose, more about Jose making money. He needed a car to get to work. Yeah, because yeah. they would not come pick me up. <laughs> yeah, I would have to take. I would have to freaking go to wrestling practice, go from wrestling practice to work at Big Lots after work or after school. From Big Lots, either ride my bike home, take the bus home, or pray that it had a snowstorm and my parents would feel bad enough to come pick oh, me parents up. Parents, they pick you up, right? Nah. And then on the weekends, I'd work the second job. No. And then it just, it, I feel like it was a cascading effect where uh, you brought that. I honestly, I, it's not that I forgot about the stolen cassette thing. I, I've always remembered that because I was, I was really livid that my parents thought that I would steal, you know, raising. Then again. But that's the thing when you're raising kids. How old were you? That I was young. I was young at that point because I, then I started acting out. I know I started acting out after that because I was. That's why I wanted to know if like my acting out kind of put an even bigger rift to it because it could have that could have been the catalyst that kind of started it. No, because like I said, they don't give you an, uh, a book on how to raise kids. The Bible tells you just so much, but when they turn in their teens. We need a book. They forget that part. Huh? We need they a need book on the teens. You need a, you need a new New Testament? Yeah. yeah, because... Brand New Testament? As soon as a teenager opens his mouth, you know they're lying. Mm -hmm. So you have to discern... I don't know. Is he lying or what? <laughs> I, I, think the I think there might have been an assumption on your right. part. I don't know. But I did... I mean, I, I was... at a certain defiant... 
Yeah, because I was getting everything for myself. So at that, at a certain point, I felt like I didn't need my parents anymore. Because I had my own car. I had my own pager. I had my own phone. He didn't right. have his own apartment. I didn't have my own apartment. I wasn't paying rent. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't happening. Um, you gotta let it, listen, you got to let me stack. Let me stack yeah. up. Let me floss. I'm flossing right now, man. Yeah. 16, 17 with oh, that, man. 18, I was, you man. flossing. Yeah. I had a scooter. Oh, oh I love that scooter. Oh, I remember the scooter. Yeah. Yep. Flossing. But yeah. I was out of my house at like 17. I couldn't take it anymore. That's probably why I joined the military so quick yeah. and just didn't say anything because I was just like, I'm done with all of this and I'm just going to leave. But I also knew that I needed, I did need discipline in my life at that point because again, I was able to do whatever I wanted because I paid for everything for myself. Right. So, you know, I would show up. I know I was showing up later at home than I probably should have. That's when we used to have lock-ins. Remember lock-ins back yeah. in the day? Mm-hmm. I did a lock-in at a, at a, um, at a bowling alley. And then my we had a church lock-in. At a bowling alley? No, you weren't there. No, no. It was at, uh, at North Star. It was at North Star. And um, that's when Wait a minute. you guys went. There was a there was a time. Me, we sent. We, I um, threw a party. We went to <laughs> send um, Francis and Adam to the <coughs> bowling lockout. He's having a wrestling party. <laughs> it wasn't a wrestling party. It was guys from the wrestling team. No, I invited. Okay. It's, not like we were wa- it's not like we were wrestling each other in yeah, the living room. Yeah. No, he <laughs> talked to the he, wrestling guys. He invited the he, whole West around the Coit school. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> that was the other. That was the next no. time. Oh, that was the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, some other party. You got talking oh, to the microphone. Okay, there was <laughs> just the wrestling guys. The wrestling that guys he wrestled with. We're gonna come over. But those wrestling guys told other wrestling guys, and those guys told other women that Jose's having a big ass party, <laughs> and we're supposed to take Jose, um, Francis and Adam to a lockout bowling party. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is how God works. <laughs> he, the. One of the guys was supposed to sleep overnight at our house. No, and one of the moms. The called mother me. called John Doyle's mom. I Doyle, distinctly oh, recall this. Word. The Doyle. mother called John Doyle's mom. So you had you had little Doyle over because you didn't have John. Oh no, no you John, did have John because yeah, he, he was wrestling. He was wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so John's mom was still calling. <laughs> so he got busted. So I called my parents. Busted. They were next door. Weren't you at the Spelina's house? Yeah. Like watching, watching everybody like coming oh, into the house. Funny. Yeah. When I got home, I heard that's about hilarious. this. And I'm Jose like, is over here taking down curtains, putting down <laughs> black stuff out of the windows. There's I swore I was P. Diddy throwing a party radios, or something. There's it coolers. Was you. <laughs> there were potato chips on the, Speaking on to the, the microphone. coffee table. There were oh, man. potato chips. We had pizza, ordered pizza. Oh, yeah, I was He chilling. came over oh, yeah. to the neighbor's house where we were at, and it was like, oh, shit, he's coming. Your purse is in the kitchen. Go get it. He comes to the door, and he's like, hi, Miss Bellini. Can I borrow some sugar? Sugar? For what? <laughs> he wanted to make coffee because he believed that if you drink coffee before you drink, you don't get as drunk. Oh, that's some, <laughs> that's <laughs> new. <laughs> That's, that's a good. That's I, a good I don't. Aren't you glad you got us on here tonight? Yeah, I did not. <laughs> but I did too. end up. I'm enjoying. Um, I did end up throwing a party. What was your nickname? I drank a pot. Poochie. 
I drink. We ain't a- talking about that. Everybody's <laughs> talking about that. We are way past that. I drank a pot of coffee before I came in here. I've only had one drink and it didn't do it anything. It didn't do nothing for quite, you. Quite, quite the drink. Right. <laughs> coffee don't do nothing for you. No. Bringing it back to nowadays, uh, with your son being in politics. Yeah, it's quite. Um, I'm proud. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say that I'm I'm proud where he's come from after the military. He came out of the military and he went wild. I mean, he went to Brockport after the after the army. And then he opened up not one but two boost stores. Three. Yeah, it was Master P to hook up, bro. Yeah. You, you holding out on me? Cell phones. Wait, Three? the third store only was only open for like two months. It still yeah. works. I'm counting it. And he just, I remember sitting around the fire with him and saying, Jose, why? Why are you trying to do what you're doing? I mean, you're already in the city council. What's next? Mayor? I mean, well, where stop. are you? Keep going. Where are you going? He goes, I wanna, I wanna make my family proud. Jose, you made it. Stop trying to climb that ladder. You are at the top run right now. Little did I know there was state assembly. Mm-hmm. There's a way. There's my mentality. It goes back to where I asked you at the beginning was. Why didn't you, or what was the mentality behind not aborting me? So to me, knowing the the decision that you made as a young teenage girl to not get rid of me, and it's funny hearing you because I again I, we've never really talked about it because I've never heard the concept of I never even thought about it like I never heard that because we never discussed it. It was but, too new. Yeah, in in my mind, I'm sitting here saying, why the hell didn't she? Like I should be dead there's no reason why i should be alive and so i am constantly i feel like i have to make up for that because because you should be dead because i should be dead no, and my mom's no. life would be totally different your mother made the right decision and look where you are now and, it and we'll go both. right back to that scripture that you read at the beginning that's why i put it in there yes read it again you want to read it again yes all right Good thing I didn't. Did don't I cry if he yeah. reads it. She's already no, crying. Don't yes, cry because it goes right back to the <laughs> beginning. That's why I didn't. Yeah. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Did you know that when you were pregnant with him? I didn't know that. You didn't know that, but. I know it now. You know it now. I know it now, and I've always known it, but I didn't know it. Right. I but didn't you, know it, but I know it. it you know how you how you don't know something, but you know how wonderful you are. You know. It never came into your thought. It That's never, what it is. Yes, it never came to my thought how wonderful you are, and how wonderful God is, and how. Well, it never would have been at this point if I didn't have that structure that was put in place. Like, can you imagine if dad didn't tell me at 14 years old to go get a job permit and start working for what I wanted? 
Can you imagine if we didn't go to church three times a week and I went to the same school that I went to church at? Like, can you imagine if I didn't have that? How crazy, how much crazier what if, it could have been? Yeah. What if I was dating you and... Speaking through microphone. Stupid thing. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> Let's go back to my garage where her brother and her cousin and a little black kid from the city in the neighborhood. He was like five. These two broke my garage window. I knew this was, this was what I was going towards in the beginning. He wouldn't want to talk about it. And lifted this little kid in so they could he could unlock the door and steal my bike and my jack. And then I come home for lunch. And he's tell I had a truck at the time. And I also had a bike that they all called a truck. He come over to my house and he's like, yo, yo, Mr. Peel, they stole your truck. Stole my truck. My truck is in the driveway. No, 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 no. Your truck. Your bike. Who stole my bike? Ah, oh, the guy. They, they broke the window and they stole your jack too. At that point, I had six cops over at the house looking for my bike. They found my bike behind the garage. They never found the jack, but they found the orange paint down the basement. <laughs> <laughs> they looked through the whole basement, couldn't find it. All right, I got my bike. I know who uh, did it. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> he went Howard Stern on his place. I didn't Burke. hear that. I turned it down. Um, but Allegedly. I. Um, oh, that's another PO. Adam PO is in the building? No way. We what got did he a, say? We wow. got a, a, a family reunion today. I bet he wish he was here. I guess so. Uh huh. So, anyways. Oh. Uh, I asked the cops. Maria is the greatest mother alive. Ah. Uh. What's going to happen to this kid if I charge him for stealing my bike? Well, and already her brother, I don't know where all these Puerto Ricans came from. They were all <laughs> over. <laughs> it was just me. Daggone Puerto Ricans. They were like, ah, cockroaches. I was There's there alone with the cop and the you guy. You your mom on that son for a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Hold on. That's coming through right there. I swear I was alone with a cop and the guy that stole. All of a sudden, all these Puerto Ricans are around. And her brother's like, I wouldn't press charges if I was you. <laughs> the, the family that I was supposed that to kind of stay away from. That sounds Puerto like Rican. a threat. That sounds quite Puerto Rican. I go, don't threaten me. Mm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I asked the cop, what's going to happen if I press charges to this kid? He goes, well, he gets three chances. <laughs> this is 84. Is mm. Hokel in charge here? <laughs> <laughs> he, gets, <laughs> he gets three chances. What chance is, is he on right now? Mm. If he's on three 
Am I on the last Dang, one? They're doing that then. Like now, it's even worse. They got forty chances. They're like, <laughs> right? Send them back Unlimited. out. Unlimited. Put them back in the game. If he's in the forty, it's 40s, like Mario it's jumping on the on the the turtle shell, just yeah. getting that life after life after life. Right. Yeah. That one ups. <laughs> if he's on the fortieth chance or the third chance or whatever, yes, I want to prosecute him. Right. He's on his first. Oh. Man. So I told him, leave him in the car. Mm. See all them Puerto Ricans up there? They all want my ass. They want to know what I'm going to do with this kid. Their nephew, their uncle, whoever it is. Leave him in the car until I leave. Mm. (laughs) So they left him in the car, and then they let him go. I'm done with this family. Latino crazy family? Yeah. (laughs) I'm leaving this family. No way. I'm done. Now I'm working. I'm over there working on my pastor, assistant pastor's car, and I had to go home for a tool. And I checked my, you guys probably don't know what this is, but it's an answering machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We had one. She was on there like 20 times. Howard, you got to come over. Howard, I got something for you. Howard, you got to come over. Delete all of them. I went over to my pastor working on his car. I said, yeah, Maria called. She got something for me. She got. I got to come over there. He's like, why don't you go over see what she got? I don't want to go over there. I'm done with this family. I go over there. Guess what's in the hallway? His jack. My jack. <laughs> I go in and I was like, how did you get this? She goes, well, my uncle, which is across the street, was using it. And she goes. <laughs> Who's Uncle Freddy? She goes, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, that's my boyfriend's Jack. He's like, oh, yeah? Give me 40 bucks. That's the question I want to ask oh, right now. Oh, Did you ever pay $40, the $40 to get it back? Yes, can I have it? I'm um, forty dollars <laughs> <laughs> with interest. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, forty yes. and eighty-five. That's yes. that's about six hundred yeah. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Inflation, boy. Yeah. Had that. She dragged that. F- what? Have you ever dragged the jack? That hundred no. pound. I, I remember jack. dragging his jack from the shed in the backyard to the driveway, which wasn't that far. It's heavy. It's heavy. heavy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah. That little girl. <laughs> That little girl, what, she had you, I knew you were two, she was 15. So 16 when she had so me. Maybe so maybe 17, 18-year-old little Latino oh, girl 18, yeah. dragged that big-ass jack back to her apartment, lifted it up into the hallway of her apartment. Mm. And I went over there, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's why you wanted me to come over? You got my jack. Yeah, I married her. Mm. <laughs> For the jack. That is that, yeah. <laughs> so he wouldn't have to pay the forty dollars. Right. He got married. Right. You owe me you owe me six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> pay I, up. I oh. paid up seventeen years. No, really. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're paid off. We're even. We're even. <laughs> and well. you, any other questions, Jose? Right. No, I think that's my family history right this there. That's has uh, been pretty quite the uh the conversation my buddy from california messaged me oh wow he said uh bro this episode of the podcast is amazing we, oh. hey this is what we do man <laughs> he's in he's i'm pretty we sure peel back the layers 
I think this was, um, now I learned something today. I mean, uh-huh. I learned a couple of things today. So, I mean, bro, I literally went through the time machine and was like, it's like, I'm at your crib at this moment. Yeah. Were you the one that told him that they stole? Listen, I jacket? literally see you throwing cereal and shit. <laughs> it was probably kaboom. The kaboom yes. cereal. Yeah. Oh. That's what it was. Or was it, or was it the, the wick cereal, the kicks? Cause that Kicks was is still good. I don't Kicks know. Is good. I don't know. Oh, Kicks man. Is <laughs> I don't know. I was mad because it was like I needed more sugar what was from that, it. King King Arthur. Yeah, the King, King Arthur. Yo, that was yo. The poor cereal was like really hit or miss. Kicks. I was like, I was upset. Kicks? Checks. I was good with the checks. No, I don't know what back you up on that one, but no, I would. I, I hate love checks. checks. Oh, I hate checks. checks. Is great, man. <laughs> The shredded cinnamon wheat, one, the shredded the cinnamon. wheat. Oh no, thank you. No, you're not done with that. <laughs> cinnamon checks all day. I like blueberry. Who? That was that blueberry. was the uh, uh, was that <laughs> the uh, the, the uh, Frankenberry? Yeah, we could we didn't get that. That was too expensive, man. No, that was that was included in the wick. Was it? Pull yeah. Off. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I, I distinctly recall that. I remember. Um, my mom's probably didn't like that one. Uh, she probably went to the corner store instead of the actual <laughs> grocery <laughs> <Probably>. store. <laughs> probably. I was probably the one going. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting it. Yep. So how do we get these kids today? How that was supposed to be the, the bring everything back to how do we today. Did. How do we reach them? Like we reached because the decision making that you guys did when you were teen, while well, you were a teenager, you were twenty one ish. I had a, 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 I had um, what did they want? They want um, a booklet on how to raise kids. How do we get out to them that you got a book? It's called the Bible. Read it. It'll instruct you on how to raise your kids. They're not going to read that when they're too busy being taught Satanism in school. Austin. Austin. <laughs> a resident Satanist. So are we wasting our time here with... I don't with, think, ever, I don't I think mean, anything I, is ever a waste of time. I know you're putting out all these Facebook pages and what these I'm kids off Facebook now. I, I totally deleted my Facebook. Yeah. I just, I just want to go on right. Oh yeah, you did, uh, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. I, I read the Bible and you know but well, wasn't that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> did he just say that? How dare yes, you use my did. mom's microphone oh, and yes, say that so I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> yes he did. Total blast. You know I, the, yeah. the, like yeah, earlier on I was hoping Austin was gonna be able to chime in earlier the, the, the conversation. You're gonna so be judged I, by those words. Austin you know? is I our resident liberal yes. Satanist. Uh, we uh, need Austin. Not atheist. That. What are you what are you? I, I am an atheist. Atheist, okay. I appreciate Austin's atheist. You're gonna stand before for God. Okay. God is going He will give Austin will give God a run for his money in the conversation. <laughs> no, he no, would. No. In his no, own theory, no. let them listen, two have a debate. You will bow. You will <laughs> bow down. You will Austin bow like and the God, peasant that you are. Like a classic Jordan Peterson like classic Jordan Peterson uh Jordan Peterson says there's a God. Conver- he uh, again. Listen. He will bow. Every knee let shall Austin bow and go up against Jordan Peterson. Christ is the Lord. I'm with Every it. Every knee shall bow. <laughs> I'm putting my money behind. You should get some knee pads. Your money behind I'm Austin over behind. God? Not well within oh God. God. Listen, hey, and if there was somebody that had questions on deck that could challenge God and His morality, uh huh. Question God and His morality. God if has God morality. Is literally oh killing God. people, making decisions like that. You see the that heathens. You see the question. heathens that I'm surrounded yeah. by here. <laughs> 
I respect you more now. I'm with Austin. We just have questions. That's it. We just have questions. I have certain questions. I don't doubt that there is. I do not doubt that there is. A spiritual being, some sort of creator like that. I'm How not, did we get I'm off of anti-religion? I'm not anti-anything. However, put what up. Austin makes some really good points. Very, very good points. Adam said you need to collect mine. He's an atheist. <laughs> How does he make good points? He makes very valid. Um, as an valid atheist, points. to end this. Podcast. <laughs> we can't end this. We're not done with this Austin. To end this Great podcast, one. what do you guys uh, just to just to mess with Zuckerberg and mm. everybody that's on this. Power. What do you guys feel about COVID-19 and the vaccine? I think you should be wearing a mask right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Just imagine I that. I think they need to pay me f- um, my money for being um, fired. fired for my job. Yeah, mm. My mom was fired for a job for not taking the vaccine. For not taking the vaccine. Mm. My dad was forced into the hospital when he By had COVID. By my sister. Mm. Yeah, they wouldn't let me go visit him. Wow. Oh, wow. I brought him his your your computer, the charger for your phone, Underwear. everything, and I brought and I came to the guy, you know, I had my mask on when I came into the hospital, and I talk I'm talking to the guy like this, I'm like, I need to go drop this off to my dad. <laughs> He's like, "Okay, I, I'll take it up to him." I'm like, "No, no, no. I want to go take it up to him." Mm-mm. He's like, "I don't think I don't think you could do that." I'm like, <laughs> Why not? He's like, cause COVID. I'm like, but I'm wearing the same mask that you're wearing. I'm wearing the same mask that the doctor that's walking into my father's room is wearing. So why can't I walk into his room with this mask on? And he goes, let me call. Calls up. Hey, you know, Howard Peel's son is here. He wants to drop off some stuff. Blah blah. Yeah. I tried telling him that. Okay. I'll tell him that you could drop it off here and we'll bring it out to him. I was like, you, you, I just want to. I just want to make sure you, you understand that this is ridiculous. That I am telling you that I can bring this up to my own dad to see him, to make sure that he's fine, to give him some, you know, love, essentially, to make sure that he's not feeling like he's gonna die in a freaking hospital bed and liquor. And the, I, I <laughs> did I sneak some in? Did, did I sneak you? some in? Did you? I don't know. Did I? Did you? I you might. Have. No, I didn't. Oh. I had it in my pocket. I did one of And I, but I, I told him, I was like, I'm wearing the same mask you're wearing. I'm wearing the same right. mask that the doctor is wearing when he goes in to talk to my dad. How does this make sense to you? Government control. Government control. Absolutely. It is. So you want to know where I uh, stand on all this and where I got it from and how we were raised on a book. Remember the book, the home remedies book. Yes. Yeah. And we had a neighbor that had the remedy for cancer. Yes. And the FBI yes. came in and raided his yes. house. Yes. Wow. yes. I've been surrounded yes. by people who they would consider conspiracy theorists yeah. yes. because we believed in homeopathic remedies. Yes. He went to jail for that. He went to jail for it. For yes. a year. For hydrogen peroxide? Yes. He, he gets <laughs> back out and while in jail, he was online with another woman. His wife was raising five kids alone oh. trying to manage the bills. He gets out. And goes with the other woman. I'm like, you This has nothing to do with bitch. anything. We're not going to talk about other but men it's like still, that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, where did that come oh, from? That was you got some anger about that? That was the worst segue of the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said he cured. He read a book about curing cancer. Right. Yeah, he had a lot of books. But the FBI came and took everything from him. And he went to jail. Mm. Because he had... 
hydrogen peroxide. When are we going to start really pushing back in the medical field? Like, uh, who can? Who we can? We okay, can. We, we, I let's mean, do it tomorrow. I think. Yeah. I think four. what what the what the the problem is is where they found a way to kind of hogtie everybody to their day to day jobs, right? And yeah. they're using their employer to kind of really enforce. You know, these, it's not these using measures. your employer. Well, yeah, you're 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 putting your lo- your employer or someone's employer into a position where you have to abide by this right. because us, the government said this and you private social media companies have to censor these people because we say you have to. And now everything's coming to light. All of it is coming to light yes. and people refuse to look at it. They yeah. refuse to hear about it. They refuse to look at it. They will, they will see a man die and refuse to ask questions. Yes. And if you ask about a certain person and their vaccination status, They'll say that's rude. Yes. But yet I was asked about my vaccination status whenever I went to go eat, yep. fly, stay in a hotel, mm-hmm. live, yes. grocery shop, mm-hmm. go to the gym, go to church, yes. but not going to the liquor store. I was told before I was um, fired from my job that I will never, I will not be able to be hired at another company unless they were under a hundred employees and under. Yep. And under 100 employees or under. Because the government was mandating that they had to have vaccination requirements. Vaccin- vaccination mm-hmm. requirements. Mm-hmm. Three months later, I was hired through RTS as a driver. You know how big RTS is without, without being vaccinated? Mm. Okay. Mm. Three months later, I am not because vaccinated. The, because the Supreme Court said that yes. was overstepping. Their bounds that the U.S. government cannot dictate to a private entity what they must require in terms of sticking inside of their bodies to work for them. Yes. So then she was able to go get a job at. And remember, the New York City employees Mm -hmm. had to get back pay. Yes. Yes. On their jobs and had to be rehired back into their jobs because it was against the law. People don't realize that it was everything they did was against the law. law. Our federal government. And our New York State government were breaking the, the law. law. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what happens People when the Supreme Court says you were wrong. Into getting this vaccine. Yeah. I refuse to be bullied into getting this vaccine. You fire me. I am not getting this vaccine. Well, who's no. listening? Well, the, the, the folks, it, it's, it's crazy. There's it's, a lot of people out there. That, we, there's we, a lot of people out there that listen to this podcast who are sitting here saying, you go, yes. we, mom and dad. Yes. Yeah. We'll 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 yeah. figure that out. The people who are gonna be spared are the ones who are the you know, the conscious thinkers, the one who had enough, the people who, you know, aren't afraid to, to push back. Well it, God gave Solomon one wish. What is what did Solomon wish for? Discernment. And he became he was given everything else. Mm. He could have asked for money, he could have asked for thousands of wives. Yeah. He could have been asked for riches and glory, which I should. And he asked for discernment and God gave him everything else. (laughs) Yes. Along with discernment. That's right. And he did give me that discernment. Do not take it. You know, I prayed about that vaccine and it gave me, as I was working there at um, Jordan Health Center, I worked there for 15 years and um, as I prayed about um, whether I should get this vaccine and it gave me anxiety. 
anxiety, fear. And I know that anxiety and fear is not of God. And the Lord, the Lord said, no, no, trust me. I rather, so I took the fire, the uh, resignation. Actually, actually, they said, if you do, do not get the vaccine, then you're, then you, you voluntarily resign. Resigning. resigning. And I said, no, I'm not voluntarily resigning. But then you're they hired you back. No, RCS hired her. RTS hired me. But they probably would have been forced mm -hmm. to hire, hire you back. Mm -hmm. See me. Didn't the, were you working, hire you back, and then they fired you again? Yes, under religious exempt. Ah, uh, yeah. So yes. they accepted her back knowing she didn't get the vaccine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But then they found another reason to fire you again. Well, did you see all the nurses in New York City who are uh, protesting, not protesting, they're uh, picketing for higher wages because they are being overworked because there's not enough nurses. There's mm -hmm. not enough for there's nurses. Not. Because they no. fired them all. Yes. Fired them all, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even every after everything we've gone through, yes. we know what the outcomes yes. of that are. So I'm waiting for them to kind of like pay my back pay for these last couple of years sure. for firing me and offer me my job back. Would you take Deserve it back? It. I'll th think about it. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Big question. You know? There's your offer out there. Yes. Jordan yeah, I'll, put, I'll put it out there. I'll think about getting my job back. Only Maybe. if you get your pension restored, your, yes. your back pay, your, back yes. pay, your 401k, yes. all that yes. needs to come And back. not have to wear a mask. Yes. Absolutely. And, and um, <laughs> What is it? Um, suffering, pain and suffering. Pain and yep. suffering. You know? I want all. I had to, I had to get yes. her a freaking a thing for your mask just to keep it off your ear. Her yes. ears were bleeding from yes. the mask. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. So this is you the know? decision that she has to make when it comes time. And if you're like we we're talking about, God has a plan for you. If you you're following the Lord. And you have to come up with this decision mm -hmm. and say you're following the Lord and you make the right decision. There comes a blessing. Yeah. He's And you know what? Through it all, he's he's taking care of me. Right. Yeah. He's always had. Yeah, he has. He's always had. You know, <laughs> RTS hired me. And always will. And, and always will. Always has and always will. Yeah. So, and... RTS has a lot more. It's a big, huge company. Yeah, and I'm and I'm hired there without no vaccination. Yeah, because I'm not going to be. And vaccinated. you're on a bus with all these people. Yeah, <laughs> and no mask. Oh. Well, we're Hallelujah. here. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are well past our time. We're yes. approaching to it. This went yes. by pretty quickly. No, I but just got one more question. Not. Oh, he's going to open the whole podcast Another right segue. back up. <laughs> one more. The go ahead. And then we can go. All right. Where's Kanye and John Leguizamo? Because yeah. you're not giving us any smoke breaks. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? We need a smoke break. Yeah, let's go take it. Yes. So anyways, I want to ask you, um, has growing up, have you learned from your mother and I, like, how to write a check? How, <laughs> how to, just because you haven't, I'm asking Jose. I have no idea how I got into any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a dance. I didn't you even laugh. laugh. 
But did we ever encourage you to be who you are now? I guess what I'm asking. I think it, it, it doesn't come down to encouraging me to be who I am now. It's you laid the, the framework to allow me to be who I am now. So allow me to make the decisions that God had on my path to growing up into the position where I am now, where you may not have sat me down and said, this is how you write a check. But you said at 14 years old, go get a job. And when you go get a job, you had to have a check deposited somewhere. Right. And so I had to go to a bank and then the bank had to show me about that. Right. Um, it, I don't think it comes down to a direct parenting of you teaching me anything other than the basic fundamentals of how to be a man. You had to learn on your own. Right. And that sounds like how, I mean, you never asked how I grew up, but that's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. I never knew the stuff I know now. Right. And I never taught you because... You're going to find out. you got to find out for your own. you got to grow up sometime. I Peter mean, Pan. when you were two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, we had a great time. We're playing football. We're playing pillow fights. We're doing this. Playing softball. My mom yeah. played softball for church. We're Okay, that's when you were older. It was a football so really at the like uh, <laughs> church softball league she was in. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't like that. Um, but, you know, when you were younger, you know, you're growing up and – we're we're having a good time. Allegedly. <laughs> pillow fights and stuff. But when I became old enough to have a car, mm -hmm. I never got the encouragement from my parents to, this is how you got to register a car. This is what you should be when you grow up. You should do this, that, and the other. In high school, I learned how to do small engines. So that's where my parenting skills from my parents stop. Okay. I think, it, and that, that I, comes across. And when I talk to, you know, our, our sons, you know, he's 14, 17. I met them when they were 7 and 10. And that we, was late. Uh, right. And a lot of our conversations, well, I'm sorry, 6 and 8, or 6 and Whatever, how old they were. Um, it, that's also how I do it, where I tell them, you know, look, we're not going to tell you who to become in life, but we're going to install, we're going to instill certain value systems in your life so that you know certain things. Like EJ, Edna's very good with EJ. He's a young, you know, he's a teenage boy, and she is very much a, a, woman with him meaning she talks to him about the emotional aspects of dating because she's a woman because she's a woman as a man, a man i'm i'm sitting there saying <laughs> you know hey look this is gonna happen it sucks get past it there's gonna be like twenty thousand other ones hold on i'm just laughing what adam said he said keep it going after the smoke break <laughs> but no you're 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 right uh, you didn't you didn't specifically Tell me how to live my life. You put me in situations where I learned how you to live. You had to live your life. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not going to live your life for you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I get these uh, comments that, oh, I wrote a list for Christmas of what I wanted and I never got it. <laughs> no. All I wanted was uh, house You're, slippers and I never got them. 
You're not going to oh get Oh, my gosh. He wanted one what? He wanted house, a, slippers. house slippers. My mom got them like 10 years after I asked for them. House slippers? Yeah. So like, I went, like, how old were you? No, I was, little I was older. <laughs> little wuss? Little wuss? You know what I'll do? Hey, I'll yo. go cut my tire. You into know, slippers. You have no idea how to do forever. that. You have no idea how to do that. I can do I that. Do. I was on TikTok. I know how to do that because my mom taught me I how was... to sew. <laughs> sew a tire together. I can sew anything together. Yeah, tire. You Nine p.m. Say, uh, Jose. You say, learned. my mom taught me how to sew. My mom taught me how to sew and how to iron. And how to iron. Yeah. He tried to teach me how to fix a car. I had no want to learn how to fix a car. <laughs> I was like, Dad, this is just Cars not for me. Cars is definitely an acquired, yeah. like, wanting to do. I things. did not want to get dirty. Yeah. That was my thing. I don't want to get dirty My thing all. is I didn't want to cut my fingers. <laughs> like, no, I'm not freaking. Like your fingernails? My, yeah, no, scraping oh. my, like, fingers on, yeah. like, metal. You don't want to bleed. Right. <laughs> How no dare you make me bleed my own blood? Nice hands, and I like my hands. Like, oh, my you God. You know, when he bought his <laughs> first boost store, and it snowed. And it froze, and there was ice in front of his step. He's out there chopping it. And I went over there. With the chopper. And he's like, Dad, this is the first manual labor I've ever done. Since <laughs> I don't mean, really? Keep chopping, son. See these yeah. hands right here? These are finance hands. I know. Look yeah. at his They're hands. finance hands. Can you show his hands? No. If they, if they might be shiny. They're not manicured. They're like um, women's hands. That's all right. That's not very nice. It's not. They're more like elected no. official hands. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate you uh, dealing with, because they, they were very uh, apprehensive, let's say, about coming uh, very. on. But um, I think that it ended up uh, being an eye-opener for not only myself, because I, I learned stuff myself, but also other people got to see um, where I kind of get it from <laughs> i think you did a good job is that they your, did why they you had us on where you came from yeah it was all about me it had nothing to do with it's y'all it's all about you yeah it's always oh, about okay. me well it, it benefits others when it's all about me though let's think about the others out there that have the same situation that's why i did this and if there's a guy out there that fell in love with a latino a latina Oh, or whatever you want. Latinx. Or whatever what? you want. Whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Are we going to go Latinx? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you can do it. You can. You can do it. Focus. You can do it. If it works, it works. If it mm. doesn't, it doesn't. But as long as you learn from it and grow and try. Right. That's it. Mm. Stick it out. Um, I think uh, Kanye is learning that he should not date Armenian women. Yeah. She's oh. Armenian, right? Who? Yeah, Armenian woman. Who? Uh, and John Leguizamo needs to learn how to, I don't know, not be Latin tinks. Latinx. He needs to be Latino. He's uh, uh, turning very far left. All right, we don't, we don't want that in our family. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on, and I love you both. Thank you so much for raising Good job. me we the way you, you did. We love you the way you did, I appreciated the way you raised me because I would not be the, well, I, I think maybe other people would not agree, but I would not be the person I am today had it not have been how you guys raised me. So I appreciated every single whooping that I got uh, because you, you always learn. That wasn't many. Yeah, right. Austin, hit that funky music. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.